Welcome to the Life is a Journey podcast, where my goal is to help you to strive, thrive, and be all God has called you to be. No matter what comes, we can make it in this journey, because life is a journey. Welcome back to the Life is a Journey podcast. In this week's episode of Life is a Journey, the topic is, are you on your post? So, my question, as the topic say, states, are you on your post? Um, this particular topic for me means a lot. As we know, we have faced some tragedies within the past two weeks some which I was unaware of myself and being that I was brought forth this information and brought you know it was brought to my attention it really impacted me not only as a as a believer but it also impacted me as a father and as a husband and so God began to deal with me about being on my post being on my post as a believer, being on my post as being a husband, and being on my post as being a dad. Before I go any further, I want to take this time, as I do in each and every episode, to thank you for taking the time out in your day to um, tune in to the Life is a Journey podcast and, and share this. I pray that you share this with somebody, that you comment, that something is said that is has and is being a blessing to you just like it is being a blessing to me um this podcast is truly 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 taken off and it has blessed me each and every time i i hit the record button you know each and every time that i get a download of what what the topic is to be you know i'm thankful that i have the opportunity in this platform to do as such to be a, a light in the world and to be an encouragement to you all as well as to myself, because before I even hit the record button, these things, I'm dealt with these things that God deals with me before I'm able to come to you all. And so I pray that something is said that will be a blessing to you on tonight or today or this morning, wherever time you might be listening to this, whether it's on your way into work or whether it's on your way to the store wherever it might be or even if you're at work so um let's get going so um also this is kind of a this i don't know not necessarily a disclaimer but i hope the audio is pretty good this week this week i decided to go with a different microphone um not saying that anything was wrong with my other microphone that i was using but I hope that the audio that I have been given that's been out there has been of good quality as such with this one, I hope. Um, so, yeah, because I want to give you all good audio. If you're listening, because you, you're listening, you're not viewing it at this point in time. We're still working on that. Um, nevertheless, we're still getting it, the information out there to you and being consistent being consistent so the 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 definition for pillar means a piece excuse me as of timber or metal 
fixed firmly in an upright position, especially as a stay or support. I'm going to read it one more time. A piece as of timber or metal fixed firmly in an upright position, especially as a stay or support. And so, as you can see here for yourself, the definition speaks for itself. It says a peace. You are that peace in your community. You are that peace in your home, on your job, in your church, in your community, where, wherever you might be positioned. You are that peace. And it says fixed firmly in an upright position, especially as a stay or support. So there are times or I shouldn't even use, use the, the, that, that phrase time, but God positions us in certain places where we are to be on post. And I'm reminded of the time that Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. Where he was praying. And as he was praying. <laughs> you know. He, he he asked the disciples. Or excuse me. The disciples fell asleep. And he went to them and checked them pretty much. It's like. I asked you to be you know on post. And to pray with me. And watch and pray with me. And here you are. You, you know fell asleep. Y'all over here snoring. And Jesus is like, I'm I'm going before the Father and, and you can't even stay up and be with me for one hour. As a believer, you know, when God dealt with me about this, about being on post, I had to really check myself each and every day. I've been checking myself since since I've been given this particular topic or, you know, this like really has been man. <laughs> and I thank God for it because. When we allow him to speak to us, we become a better person. You know, he's able to use us in a way that is able to be a help to somebody else. And the more I progress in life, the more I work at these things, the more I work on my work and and work out my soul salvation and work out, you know, walk, walk by faith and not by sight. And, you know, being on post as a believer means being in prayer. The scripture tells us that a man ought to always pray and not faint. He told us to pray without ceasing. And in the midst of us praying without ceasing, it doesn't necessarily always mean that you have to be in a posture of being on your knees. With that being said, you have the ability to pray throughout the day. That's what he means when he said pray without ceasing. You don't always have to be on your knees to pray. There was a woman in the Bible. And she. The, these people thought she was drunk. She was drunk. All right. In the spirit. Because she was speaking in tongues and praying. Her, they saw her lips, her lips moving, but no words were coming out. They thought the woman was crazy. Nah, she wasn't crazy. 
just as some of you. And I'm not necessarily saying that you have to go around doing it such to where people is no, you could pray in the spirit. God knows and hears your heart. There will be some situations where literally like, for example, now this is just honest to God, true, transparent. So I'm at the gym this past weekend with my brother and I had to update some information um, to my account so that, you know, I, I could get some waters or whatnot, because that's why I normally do it. I make sure a card is on file so that I could pay for if we're getting something to drink or whatnot. And or if I'm getting something to drink for myself. And so I was talking to the staff member there and trying to get some things straight, making sure they had the correct card on file. And so long story short, there was a gentleman there. No, you know, I don't I don't know his, you know, his whole deal or whatnot. But one, I saw him at the beginning of our workout. He was in the restroom on the 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 men's locker room floor and he was listening to some some music and whatnot and this at this point in time i think i had came in there and i had i may have took my hoodie off because by that time my body was warm and i was you know um getting ready to go into my our workout and whatnot and so he was sitting there and in my mind I'm thinking like, God, this whole time, like I'm not saying it out loud, but in my mind and in my spirit, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Lord, don't, you know, let anything that's being said be as I'm walking back to my, my locker to get my car. Don't let anything that I said have been heard from him that he try to, you know, hack or, you know, get any. And I don't know if he was listening or not listening, if he had any earbuds in. But I was making sure I was paying attention to that as well. And so in the midst of me doing that, and I also saying to myself, like, I don't know if this guy is sitting here, if he going to try to try something and try to take my card or, you know, anything kind of crazy or whatever. You know, I don't know this guy from a can of paint, you know, needless to say, he, he could have been just, you know, sitting there waiting on his ride or, you know, just hanging out or not. But. That's a part about being on post, being alert, because you never know in this day and time. And in the midst of me. Doing what I needed to do to get the information to them and whatnot, you know, I was praying. But the words didn't necessarily need to come out of my mouth, but God knew that I was that entire time I'm praying like, Lord, don't allow this man to try anything crazy cover me and my brother under blood as well as the staff members here everybody in this establishment don't allow this to be somebody who is trying to um take people's lives or anything like that you never know nowadays and so i use that as an illustration to you as a believer as a mother as a father as <laughs> as a husband as as a wife as a son, as a daughter, whatever title you you want to put put that on, to be prayerful, to 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 pray without ceasing, and truly you know position yourself 
to be used by God and to listen to his voice and to be attentive to your to attentive to your surroundings. You know what I mean? Because we don't know. We don't know who is is out to do what nowadays. You don't. You don't know people's thoughts. You don't know people's uh emotions or feelings towards you. You know, and, and it's sad to say because you don't even know if somebody of your own ethnicity, culture, or background, if they're out to, 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 to do something to you. And it shouldn't be that way. But we know that the enemy, that he is going to and from seeking whom he may devour. And we as believers, we as followers of Christ must be on our posts. We have to 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 make sure that if we got to push back our plate, if we got to go X amount of days with whatever God is telling us to do with just water and juice or, you know, fast on this, consecrate yourself on this so that we could be used by God. We got to do that. We don't know what God desires to do, but. We we know this is how we know what he desires for us to do by being attentive and, and, and sensitive to the spirit of God and being on post. You know, um, before I go into the scriptures and, and further into this episode, you know, another example that came to mind was military. You know, I never served. I have thought about going into the military in my younger days you know i mean i'm still a young man <laughs> by the grace of god god has blessed me to see 34 years of life um but that's something that i did consider was going into the military um but however you know i um i never did go into that 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 area of career or what have you and only by God, like, you know, some things happen for a reason. And, you know, I. um, Yeah, that wasn't for me, you know, unless in God called me. Hey, I, I don't know. I'm not God. So but I thought about the military when I thought about this topic as well. And you think about certain certain people that are in the military, they're put on a post, right? And let's say, for example, you're in a war or, you know, this is your assignment, right? You have to be in position for when the enemy attacks. If that soldier, that group quadrant, I don't know all the, <laughs> the language of the military or the um, Navy or different Air Force and whatnot, but I know a little bit. But if they are not in position for where the enemy is to attack, that 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 jeopardizes those citizens, the citizens of America, the citizens of that country. You know, there won't be somebody to, able to be there to protect them, and so. Just as such with the military force or the military, the army, um, 
National Guards, all of these different um, parts of, of, of those who serve our country, you know, if they're not in position, the enemy can do whatever. If we as believers are not in position, the enemy pretty much feel he, he already feel like he can do whatever. But if we're in position, he's up against opposition. He has no power already as it is. God has given us a power and an authority to overcome him and everything that we face in life as well. And so I want to encourage you to be on your post, to be about your father's business. You know, the scripture tells us uh, that what does it prosper a man, woman as well, <laughs> to gain the whole world, but to lose their soul? What does it prosper me to be out here getting money or getting to the bag, gaining all these materialistic things, gaining all this followings of people or whatever, getting all of this stuff? But my soul is lost. What does it prosper me to have everything that I want, quote unquote, want in life? But my soul is lost. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will remain the same. His word will remain. All of this stuff will pass away. Why should I worry about what I can get in this life, what I can't get? As opposed to me being concerned about my soul, somebody else's soul. And that's why I, I really thank God for this platform to be able to come on here and encourage and be, you know, uh, uh, a a light in the world to to say what God has for me to say. To help someone else as well as help myself. Because every time, everything that I'm saying to y'all, man, I'm I'm being blessed by it truly. You know, um, transparent moment real quick. I recently went back and listened to an episode that we 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 did last year about consistency, you know, and that really blessed me the things that God hadn't given to me to give to you all um in that episode and it allowed for me to go back and reevaluate some things and to to really um as last week's episode was about time of reflection to reflect and to change some things so that I can continue to grow as a person that I can continue to grow as a believer as a husband as a father and all these other different uh, areas of my life and being consistent at it, you know, because if I'm not consistent in area of my life, I'm slacking, I'm slacking and I don't want to be in a place of being consistent in areas that I'm not saying that they're not important, but I want to be consistent in every area of my life. Why? Because I serve a God who is consistent in every single area of my life. He is consistent in, in blessing me to be a, a provider to my family. He is consistent in covering and keeping us 
as being a protector. He is consistent in how he looks out for us and how he wakes us each and every day, how his grace and his mercy is new every morning. He is consistent in everything that he does. He never changes. He never, it never wavers. His character is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. And God also dealt with me about how I conduct myself with my family, with my wife and with my children and with others in my community, on my job, wherever I go. He has dealt with me with these things. And as he has dealt with me with these things, I had a check, man, like, Quan, you haven't been walking in the fruits of the spirit. You have not like as as, as so as you will feel you, you, you have, you haven't. And so I was like, God, let me walk in, walk in that way. Help me to truly to be more like you. Help me to when I, when I, when this flesh rises to check it and say, nope, that ain't God. Because your flesh, your flesh want to do what your flesh want to do. <laughs> I'm reminded uh, of Pastor Timothy Stokes of a Family Worship Center Church. You know, uh, when I was when I was attending there, and how he spoke in the the, the new members class, he said, "Your flesh want what your your flesh don't care." You know, uh, of whether you that that person is married or not, your flesh want what your flesh want. Your flesh wants what your flesh wants, but those that walk after the flesh, that you're gonna fulfill the, the desires of the flesh. Those that walk after the spirit, you're gonna you're gonna walk in the spirit, you're gonna fulfill what the spirit desires for you to, to do what the spirit tells you to do. And so the more we we flow in that vein of when we when our flesh rises to check it. We have the ability to continue to build our spiritual man. We have the ability to walk in the spirit. For if we walk in the spirit, we won't fulfill the things that our flesh will desire to do. We will fulfill what God has called for us to do. So. Um, one of the scriptures that I have here on today. Is first Timothy Verses, excuse me, chapter four, verses 13 through 16. And it reads, stay at your posts, reading scripture, giving counsel, teaching. And that special gift of ministry you were given when the leaders of the church lay hands on you and prayed. Keep that dusted off and in use. Cultivate these things. Immerse yourself in them. The people will all see you mature right before their eyes. Keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. And man, as I'm reading that scripture, that scripture truly blesses me in this particular topic about are you on your post? Because as it says, like it says clearly here, stay on your post, reading your scripture. We know that the word of God is, is, is our guide. You know, it's just like, for example, if you go to a foreign country, right? 
and you're there, you have a tour guide, someone who is there to guide you to be familiar with the, the surroundings of the area. Let's say you go to Africa, just for an example, and you don't, you never been there before. When you were born into, you know, and before I, I go further into what I'm about to say, but you've never been there before. So in order to explore that per particular continent, excuse me, um, you you need somebody to be there to be your guy, because if otherwise you're going to get yourself into some trouble, you're going to go into some areas where you bound to get your head cut off. You know, if you're not careful so that tour guide is there to guide you and teach you about some of the culture, some of the language, what to do and what not to do as such as the word of God. None of us have ever, you know, been been here before is that some people say, girl, that that child, you've been here before you be, be, I mean, I know we sometimes it do feel like <laughs> certain children have been here before, but none of us have been here before. If you will, if you get where I'm going with it, you know, but the word of God is our guide to life. Basic instructions before leaving earth because we just passing through. This is not home. This is not our home. We just passing through. And in the midst of passing through, there are certain things that God will desire for you to do. There are certain uh, uh, people that God will have for you to impact their lives. And in order to do that, you got to be on your post. You got to be in position. You got to be on your assignment. You got to be about your father's business. If we are about his business more, I truly believe that God will allow for us to to do some of the things that we desire to do in life you know now granted there are some things in life that that are not meant for us to have and to do and by that i mean god knows what will disposition you in 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 uh uh if you will being in still being in right standing with him if, if that makes sense you know <clears throat> he knows that if, okay, if I bless this person with a million dollars or becoming a millionaire, they're not going, they're not going to be faithful to me. He knows that. He knows that that, that particular amount of money, depending on where you are in life, God, not saying that God won't bless you with it. I mean, God knows you. He know if I bless them with it, it's going to turn their heart towards the money and away from me. But if you are in a position in life where God knows that this you're going to utilize this for the building and, and the strengthening of the kingdom and to be able to be a blessing to others. God ain't got no problem with allowing that to come forth because he knows your heart. He said you have not because you ask not. And when you ask you, excuse me, you have you have not because you ask not. And those, and you, when you have not, be, you, you because you ask when you ask, you ask amiss. When he said you ask amiss, he's saying you ask with the wrong intent. You ask, Lord, let me become a millionaire, bless my finances, and open up the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing that I I may have room not to to receive. Lord, let it overflow. 
But all the while, God knows that your heart is not in the right place. He know that, okay, if I bless this person with thousands of dollars or millions of dollars, all they going to do is go out and buy, buy stuff for it to be for the building of kingdom of self. Not doing what you should with it, paying off debt, positioning your children to have a legacy that's left behind. Positioning your children's 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 children to have, a, you know, a legacy. Being able to be a blessing as, as we were talking earlier tonight on a Zoom, my uh, family Zoom call, you know, being in a position to where you can be able to be a blessing to others that are in need. That's what God desired. He said, the poor will be with us always. Now, granted, you got some people out here and I'm just being honest and you, you know, and I know that are some, some scammers, but that's not up to us. I mean, it is, we do have to have discernment of who, who we give, what we give to, you know, myself personally, I, when somebody asks for some food, if you want some food, okay. Let's go over here and grab you something to eat. And if you say no, I know where your heart is at. I know what you what you really after. And we can, you know, I if we if we go there, the conversation go there. Like, man, are you you know you after some some money for some drugs? And no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow you to do that to your body, man. You after something to drink? No, I, I call no. I ain't gonna let you do that to your body. I love you too much, and God love you too much, man. So. Um, as well as the scripture says, he says, it says, and that special gift of ministry you were given when the leaders of the church laid hands on you and prayed, keep that dusted off and in use. So the things that were prayed over you when you was a child, a teenager, even as an adult, those words that were spoken over you that of what God has called for you to do in the earth. Keep that dusted off and in use. You were gifted. You were gifted with a gift. If it's singing. Keep that dusted off and in use. If it's preaching. Keep it dusted off and in use. Whatever it is. Keep it off and, and, and keep it dusted off and in use. <laughs> you know. It's just like for example. If I um, if I had like <laughs> it's kind of funny, but <laughs> this this ain't in the same light of what I'm saying. But you you get where I'm going with it. So I got I I'm, I mean I, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not the only person out here, um, male adult male who has a a game console, um, whether it's an Xbox One, an X the latest Xbox or PS5 or anything like that. But so I have, you know, Xbox one and I had it for a few years now, but I, I rarely play it because I'm busy doing so many other things. Thanks be to God. And so every now and again, I dust it off. Even if I don't get an opportunity to, to play my, my game console, I make sure I dust it off, you know, and when I do get a chance to play it, I play it or whatnot. But yeah, I just, you know, just wanted to use as an illustration, um, you know, not saying it because to a degree, though, if I haven't played it in such a such a while, sometimes I have to go back in and 
set up the past certain passcodes or I might forget the passcodes. But the point of what I'm trying to get at is, as the scripture says, to keep it dusted off in use. If you do that, you're able to to um, what's the word I want to use? y'all? I'm sorry. Um, to to be <sighs> y'all forgive me. I can't think of the words right now to say, but you're able to be in a place of being like a well, well oiled machine. You know what I mean? You're able to be on 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 point with things. <clears throat> and then it says, cultivate these things. How do you cultivate these things? Staying in the word of God, staying in prayer, staying before his face. Listening to, to worship music, listen to different sermons that will keep your spirit, man, strengthened and lifted up, getting amongst believers and, and involving yourself, getting around and being a part of a community that will help you, you know, when you're going through certain trials in life. It says immerse yourself in them. Immerse to immerse means to like. <laughs> When I think about it, it's just like you diving into some water, you know, dive off into it, like get get deep down into it. The people will all see you mat you mature right before their eyes. Keep a firm grasp on both your character and your teaching. Don't be diverted. Just keep at it. Both you and those who hear you will experience salvation. So as we stay on our post and as we stay in in the things of God, your light, people, you don't have to go saying this, that, and the third. People will see. People will see. And that's the one thing I thank God for is he, you know, been has checked me and allowed me to see myself and my character. And being and and wanting to be more like him, man. I want to be more like Christ. There's a song on a, a track or an album. Um, the the it's a movie as well. It's called Blessed and Curse, um, by Dietrich Haddon. And there's a song on that particular um album that was produced and made for that movie and whatnot. That says, "I want to be more like Christ. I want to be more." Because, you know, we're flawed as humans. But Jesus Christ, he was without sin. He's the perfect. He showed us what it means to be, to be like him. He showed us, he paved, excuse me, he paved the way. He was the example. He came down from glory so that you and I can have an example of what it is to be like him, to 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 be able to be in commune with Christ and commune with God. I have one other scripture here as we um, wind down on this episode. Habakkuk, Habakkuk 2, starting at verse 1 and finishing. At verse three says, I will take my post. I will position myself on the fortress. 
I will keep watch to see what the Lord says to me and how he will respond to my complaint. Then the Lord answered me and said, write a vision and make it plain upon a tablet so that a runner can read it. There is still a vision for the appointed time. It testifies to the end. It does not deceive. If it delays, wait for it. For it is surely coming. It will not be late. And so even as 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 I was reading. And as the scripture says, um, I will take my post. I will position myself on the fortress. I'm going to position myself where I need to be. I'm going to keep watch. Why? To see what the Lord says to me and how he will respond to my complaint. Like, and, and, and when I, when I read that complaint, I think it's more along the lines of not like you coming to God, why this happening? This, that, no, it's a complaint of getting an understanding. And that's just my understanding of, of that particular passage of scripture it says, then the Lord answered me and said, write a vision. He answered, he said, write a vision and, and, and make it plain upon a tablet. So write down the vision. That's one thing I'm working on being consistent at is, is writing a vision, a vision for life and a vision for each and every year from henceforth for my wife and my family and what it is that God will have for us to do, you know, because it said, then it says so that a runner can read it. Who is the runner? You. So if I'm given, you know, if I write the vision and I make it plain, the runner, the person that, that is to, 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 uh, foresee out this vision that it come to pass that they can, they can read it. It says there is still a vision for the appointed time. There's still a vision. There's still work to be done. It testifies to the end. It does not deceive. If it delays, wait for it. For it is surely coming. It will not be late. When you write the vision, you make it plain. The runner is going to to do what they have to do. I, this is my it said if it delays, wait for it. Delay does not mean denied. You know, we uh one of my sisters church I used to go to was over uh the other day and I in the midst of our conversation I'm reminded of that she has she has spoken at but it's so true. Delay does not mean denied. It does not. There will be some times in life where things are delayed. And I think we even talked about that on the episode here. Um, but it don't mean denial. He said, if it delays, wait for it. For it surely is coming. It will not be late. It's going to it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. You know, a lot of times we get caught up in things happening when we want them to happen. That's not how God works. God is in Kairos. He's outside of time. He don't work on chronological time. He don't work on Monday. He don't work on, excuse me, Sunday through Saturday. And 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 how we we will see things. He don't work on from from sun up to sundown how we would think. 
He never sleeps nor slumbers. God is always he's always on on his post. He's always alert. His eye is in every place beholding the good and the evil. Now, granted, God understands that that we have to because we are not immortal yet. You know, he understands that we have to rest so that we can go about doing our things because he created us as such. If God wanted us, created us to be immortal, it, it would have been such. But then, you know, I wouldn't say we, I, I don't want to, I don't want to blaspheme, but we wouldn't have a need for God, but we need him. I know I need him because I'm human. I make errors. I make mistakes each and every day. But when I see my mistake, I, I correct it. I check it. And I get it right by the grace of God. I have a few um, synonyms here and antonyms that go with this this particular word or post. And I want to give them to you and maybe talk about them for a few moments as we wrap up this episode. Says the synonym, excuse me, the synonyms and antonyms of post are a specific task task with which a person or Group is charged. For example, it says selling lemonade was my post at the church fair. So just like I said, like in the military, you put on post to do something. You have an assignment. You got a certain task that that a person or group is charged to do as a believer. I don't care if 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 you're supposed to, you know, if you're supposed to serve water. You know. To, to to different people in, in, in the church or at a basketball game. If you even if you're the water boy or water girl or whatever, that's your post. Like do what you're supposed to do. Um also a synonym for post is it says assignment, brief, business, charge, detail, job, mission, operation. All of these are everything that we said and more in the word of God and then some. We all have an assignment. We all have business. We all should be about our father's business. We should all be on charge. There are certain detail that God gives to you that he's not going to give to me because that's not my assignment. That's not my post. But I do have a post to be on. I do have details and that he gives to me that is for my assignment. And what I'm supposed to do that Kawan is supposed to do and put your name right there that you're supposed to do. I have a job. I have a mission. I have an operation that I have to do. In order for me to do, I got to be on post. I got to be prayerful. I got to be consistent. I have to press forward. I have to be in a position at any point in time to do what he has called for me to do. Because when I do that, the enemy, he cannot advance. You know, um, this is, this is old and I don't, I'm, I'm not very, very on top of my history. Like I should be. But this comes to mind um, 
when I say about being a post, I want to say it was a woman that did it. I could, I don't know, but um, this is way back, man. This is, I don't know, but the woman they said the British are coming. The British are coming. That person didn't let them know that the British was coming. Whatever the cut, whatever was going on during that time, they would have been in trouble. There are certain people that are in place that are supposed to be on post to, or excuse me, on post to ring the bell or to sound the alarm or, you know, shout, put, uh, uh, you know, blow the horn. Just like a tornado, when a tornado happens, you know, there is a certain alarm that is supposed to take place before it touchdowns that allow people to be alarmed and alert to take cover. It's all about being on post, man. It's about being on post. Lastly, there are some other words here, but I'm not going to go over those. This is I'm going to leave you with this. The place where someone is assigned to stand or remain. There's a place that you're supposed to, that you are, excuse me, that God has assigned you to, that you are to stand and or remain. God positioned you where you are for a reason. And I don't know who this is for, but this is even speaking to me. That you are to stand and remain. Complete the assignment. Wherever God positions you, whatever he assigns you to do, do it and do it to the fullest of your potential and do it unto the glory and honor of God. I encourage you, man. I, I encourage you, my sister. I encourage you, my brother. I encourage you, beloved. Wherever you may be in this life's journey, that you stay on your post. Stay on your post. Be involved in your children's life. Be involved in your spouse's life, in your husband's life, in your wife's life. Be there. Do what you have to do. Be involved in, in your siblings' life. Be involved in your parents' lives. Be involved in your community. Be involved and be on your post. Stay prayerful. Stay watchful. Stay alert. I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. I pray that something has been said that has and is being a blessing to you. I pray that you will have a blessed week, a victorious week, that you will continue to prosper as we go throughout this year. My heart and my, my prayers go out to the family of those who lost loved ones within the past few weeks um, in the shooting in Buffalo, New York. Um, and every other shooting that take has taken place um, that I may not be aware of or have the information before me. I also got wind or uh, informed this morning during our youth service about um, some lives of people who, who excuse me, uh, people who lost their lives in a tornado. A tornado, that's right, a tornado that touched down in Gaylord, Michigan. Here in Michigan. And it shocked me. I'm like, what? A tornado? So there, there's no time for us to be 
playing games. You know, if we're going to live for God, live for God. If we're not, we're not. You know, um, he's the one who gives us strength and the ability to do right. And my desire is to be right, do right, to love, to excuse me, live, laugh, love, learn and grow. And so I just want to thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of Life is a Journey. And until next time, be blessed. At the end of the day, I want to inspire, motivate, and encourage you to be all God has for you to be. And remember, until next time, to always live, love, learn, and grow.